You're listening to Language Classes Football Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to the show for all football fans who wish to improve their English language skills. My name's Damien and I'm here in Hong Kong where the weather today is lovely. Although the local fans are still feeling a little upset over Hong Kong's 3-2 defeat against Qatar in the World Cup qualifiers this week. Particularly, Damon, with the referee's performance. Damon, how are things up there in Tokyo? Oh, they're not too bad. Nice sunny day here, although it's a little bit too hot. Now, you just mentioned uh, the World Cup qualifiers over there in Asia. What other big footballing news is there? Well, last week in our main report, we focused on the European Championship qualifiers Mm -hmm. and uh, we'd like to say congratulations to Iceland and to England and to Austria and to the Czech Republic because they've all managed to qualify. Not so good for Holland, though, Damon. What do you think of that? I think Holland will get through to a playoff spot, I think. Uh, It isn't looking pretty for them, but it would be a bit weird if they don't make it, especially as this European Championship has been expanded to 24 teams. Yep, now all of this will feature in our Good, the Bad, the Ugly post, which you can access by coming along to our site here at languagecaster.com. Now, Damon, what else do we have on the show? Well, you're going to be doing a main report on Syria A. We've taken a look at Holland and Spain and England and Germany in the start of their seasons. So you're going to uh, catch us all up with the news over in Italy. After that, I've got an English for football phrase, and I'm going to introduce on the back of... Uh, the idiom on the back of. And then we're going to finish with predictions. And we have some massive games. And our guest this week is Jim George, uh, who's based in Tokyo, sorry, who's based in Japan as well in Matsumoto. My name is Sudia Suju. Uh, I am one of Beshtash fans. Uh, you will listen to uh, languagecaster.com. Now, before our listening practice report on Italy, we have a quiz question for you. Which Serie A side has spent more seasons in the top division in Italy than any other team? We'll have the answer at the end of the show. Now, here is this week's listening practice report. And remember, you can find explanations of keywords and vocabulary by coming along to our site at languagecaster.com. Now, recently here at languagecaster.com, We've looked at the start of the new Dutch, German, Spanish and English seasons. And this week we turn our focus to Italy and Serie A. The 2015-16 Serie A season is two games old. And I wonder if anyone would have predicted that Chievo, Torino, Inter, Sassuolo and Palermo would be the only sides with a 100% record. And that last season's champions Juventus would be joint bottom with no points. In this listing practice report, we take a look at the favourites, possible dark horses and some of the teams that may be fighting relegation in this season's Serie A. Favourites. Turin side Juventus have dominated Serie A in recent times with four consecutive titles and they are yet again favourites to win this season. Last season's Champions League runners-up have lost Talisman Pirlo, star striker Tevez and midfield dynamo Arturo Vidal. But manager Massimiliano Allegri has replaced them with Croatian forward Mario Mandzukic, Aleksandro in defence and Colombian winger Juan Cuadrado. 
and the old lady can still call on stars such as Morata and Buffon. Will it be enough to see them over the line at the end of the season? Well, despite their poor start to this year's campaign, probably. Dark Horses Last season's runners-up, Roma, will once again be challenging, and they will be buoyed after their victory over Juventus just before the international break. Manager Rudy Garcia has made some interesting signings, among them Edin Dzeko from Manchester City. And if Totti and Pjanic stay free of injury, they could well win their first title in 14 years. Now, it feels strange to call Inter and AC Milan dark horses, but after a few years in the wilderness, both sides have a more stable look about them. Inter, under Roberto Mancini, already have maximum points from the start of their campaign, and with Jovetic lining up alongside Argentine Icardi up front, they have the potential to score lots of goals. Milan are also hoping that their new strikers Balotelli and Carlos Baca will hit the ground running and fire them to glory this year. But maybe this season has come too early for Sinisha Mihailovic's men. Fighting relegation. It's going to be a tough season ahead for new boys Frosinone and Carpi, both of whom will be making their Serie A debuts this season. The top two in last season's Serie B took everyone by surprise, but the lack of finances and footballing experience means they will almost certainly return to Serie B next year. Joining them could be any one of Empoli, Atalanta or Bologna who also were promoted from Serie B last year. Now these are our predictions. How about yours? Let us know by coming along to our site here at languagecaster.com. Thank you very much for that, Damien. I fancy Juventus too. Now, you can download the transcript for this listening by coming along to our site at languagecaster.com and you'll be able to read and listen at the same time. A great way to learn. We also have some vocabulary support where we explain some of the key words and phrases, including the phrase joint bottom, which means that a group of teams are all together on the same number of points at the bottom of the table. They're all last. As I said, there's lots of vocabulary supports about this report on our site here at languagecaster.com. Now, next up, we have Damon, uh, who'll be explaining another football phrase. This week, it's on the back of. This week's football phrase is on the back of. Now, the idiom on the back of something is usually used in football to mean after something. It's mostly used to talk about previous results before the next game. So, for example, Club X arrive at Club Y on the back of three defeats. This means Club X have lost three games and the upcoming game against Club Y, therefore, is very important. The something that follows the phrase on the back of is likely to refer to wins, defeats or performances. On the back of. Thank you very much for that, Damon. Now, I wonder if this phrase is used in any other language. If you know of an example, then drop us a line by contacting us here at admin at languagecaster.com. You can also use our forums to ask a question, or you can follow us on Facebook. That's Learning English Through Football. That's our Facebook page. 
or of course on Twitter. And a big hello to all of those who've been recently in contact with us on Facebook, including Enrique Felipe, Cole, Deborah England and Kenji Yamada. And those who've been in contact with us via Twitter. So thanks to Brett and to Huna for all of the football questions. Right, next up we have our predictions battle and we feature some massive games this week. Remember, in our predictions battle, myself and Damien and a guest try and predict the scores of the big games taking place each week. It's three points for a perfect score, one for the result. And this week, as we said earlier in the show, it's Jim George, uh, owner of Luna International School, and he's going to be representing the guests team. Now, you can also take part in this by adding your own scores to the interactive section on our predictions post. And thanks to HB Source. Gakushu United and Abel, Henry and the others who've all done so, though the learning English football team is still out in front. The latest scores before we kick off is Damon, that's me, 17. Damien on 27, that's 10 ahead. And Guess ahead of me as well on 18. Don't worry, Damon, it's, uh, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. There you go, it's all to play for. <laughs> Let's start with the Premier League. Uh, we've got the Merseyside team, Everton, taking on last season's champions who are struggling a little bit for form uh, this season, four games in Chelsea. Damien, what do you reckon? Um, I think Chelsea are going to hit some form. I think the international break did them some good, despite the fact that their goalkeeper looks like he's going to be out for a long, long time. Um, Chelsea to win this one 2-1 away. How about you, Damon? Uh, I think it's going to be a 1-1 draw. Everton picked up a little bit of form recently. They're always hard to beat at home. Chelsea might not fancy this very much. I think this could be a 1-1 draw. Now, our next game from the Premier League sees the top two playing. That's Crystal Palace in second against league leaders Man City. What do you think? I think a lot of pundits think this is a banana skin waiting for Manchester City, who've uh, flown out the blocks with 12 points, perfect after four games. Crystal Palace, of course, are in second place. So a lot of people think uh, this could be a game that Manchester City might stumble in, but I don't think so. I think they're going to continue. They may concede one, but it's 3-1 to Man City. 2-0 for me. I think City will win this one away. Now, Damon, uh, big game for you. Is it the biggest game for Liverpool fans each year? Do you know, I was just thinking that today and uh, I I think it's there with Everton. I would say five years ago, definitely, it would have been Man United. But I think now uh, the local derby with Everton and Man United, uh, of course, cross down the M62. They're probably on an equal footing now. So what do you think about today's game? Your team, Liverpool, are taking on Manchester United away at Old Trafford. What, what do you reckon? 5-0 to... Oh, I'm sorry, no. 1-0 to Liverpool, I think. <laughs> I hope. That's hoping, not really thinking. How about you? Well, I, I'm going to go for a 1-1 draw. Okay. And in La Liga, we have Atletico Madrid, who are taking on Barcelona. And uh, when we looked at uh, La Liga in our preview, Atletico Madrid were flagged as a possible contenders to the uh, big two Barcelona and Real Madrid. Uh, they'll need to win this one if they uh, have any hope of doing that. What do you think? Uh, yes, I think they will. I think they'll win it 1-0. How about you? 
I think they're going to win two. I think they're going to win two one. Now, this week, of course, we featured uh, a preview of Serie A, and we mentioned that Inter and AC Milan have uh, got a lot stronger over the last couple of seasons, and they face off this weekend on Sunday in the big Milan derby. Damon, what do you reckon? It's funny, isn't it? It's a bit like uh, Manchester United and Liverpool, this, isn't mm. it? Inter Milan and AC Milan, um, giants of uh, Serie A now and a long time ago, but perhaps uh, the last few seasons not featuring. I think it's going to be uh, 1-0 to Inter. I think this will finish as a scoreless draw, 0-0. Now we're going to finish with one of the biggest derbies uh, in the world, uh, probably in the top five for um, how competitive this is. River Plate taking on Boca Juniors in the Primera Division in Argentina. What do you think? Um, I think this will obviously be a very but I think River are going to run out winners 2-1. How about you? Yeah, I'm going to go with home advantage too. 1-0 to River. Now, just before we say goodbye, just to let you know that you can subscribe to our podcast through iTunes or SoundCloud, while you can also sign up for our weekly newsletter. What about our, our quiz question, Damien? Which team uh, has spent the longest in Syria A? Yes, the uh, answer to our quiz, the Italian club to have played in the top flight more than any other is Inter, Inter Milan. We'll have another quiz next week. Okay, thanks to everyone for listening. And remember, come along to our site to let us know what you think of the show and pass the word to all your football supporting friends. Enjoy all the football this weekend and see you again next week. Come on, you Reds. Bye-bye. <laughs>